0: Soundly. So, right now, our listeners get thirty percent off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to Headspace.com/sleeppod for thirty percent off your subscription, but only until May twelfth. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to Headspace.com/sleeppod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number two hundred and seventy-five. Oh yeah,
1: let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host. He learned how to type thanks to Mavis Beacon, Pat Flynn.
0: Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today in this special session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. And I say that because we are literally right in the middle of of a launch week here for a brand new course. It's first time open to the public. It was actually beta tested with a founding group not too long ago, but this is the first time it's available for sale and that is Power Up Podcasting. My online digital course to help you actually hold your hand through the process of actually starting your podcast and not just like how to get the tech set up, what equipment to use how to use the software, all that stuff's like obviously gonna be in there. But my specialty really is the launch and the marketing of it to help make sure it gets exposed to as many people as possible. And not only that, to help you automate the process down the road, to help you gain more exposure, to help you scale it. All these things that I felt were missing from a lot of the content that was out there, even with my free material that I have out there as well, just everything packed into this, along with office hours, access to a community, and really it's just amazing. And I am so excited about this because this is a course that I've been asked to create for so long. And I'm excited because the founding group was just amazing. And I wanted to invite some of the students who came in as brand new podcasters, all different levels, all different ages, all different experiences, some starting from scratch, some adding a podcast onto their existing business, all finding success through this course. But with a podcast, guys, you've heard me talk about before, and you know this because I'm preaching the choir right now, you're listening to podcasts. You know the relationship that you get when you listen to somebody for so long. There should be people listening to you if you don't uh, if you don't yet have a podcast, and there are people who want to listen to you. And yes, there's a lot of fears that go into that fear of your own voice and all these kinds of struggles that happen in the beginning when making the decision or putting the tech together, or just that wonder if anybody's actually going to listen on the other end. But you know what? Everybody goes through that, and these students will share that experience with you. This isn't about like, hey, let's promote the course, but I'm not gonna be dishonest with you. Yes, I obviously put this together because it's mid-launch and what better way to showcase the course that I'm offering than to instead have me tell you how great it is, to have existing students who have gone through the process already, who have found results, tell you how awesome it is as well. So if you are ever at any point thinking of starting your own podcast, sharing your message on what I feel is the number one platform out there to gain new exposure, to build a true relationship with your audience, to scale that intimacy, well, then I urge you to listen to these three different stories of three different podcasters and the start of their podcasting journey. We're gonna start with Dr. Shannon Irvine, who has a superpower with her understanding of neuropsychology and applies it to helping other people achieve success. And she also is the founder of Mosaic Vision, which is a nonprofit that serves AIDS, orphans in rural Uganda, Africa. It's just an amazing thing that she's doing here. And to see her at a podcast on top of it all is just awesome. So here she is. Hey, Dr. Shannon Irvine on the other line with us. What's up? How are you? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today.
2: Oh, Pat, Pat, I'm super stoked to be here.
0: You know, I'm uh, just incredibly excited to dig it a little bit into your story because i know where you're at now i mean you just interviewed me for your show and i want to thank you for that mm. and uh, you have this podcast now uh, why don't you name um the podcast and where people can actually go check it out really quick
2: Sure. So the podcast is called Epic Success with Dr. Shannon Irvine. And you can find the podcast on my website at drshannonirvine.com. And we I'm just so stoked to have it up and going and well over a 1000 downloads per episode right now, which is just crazy.
0: That's awesome because you just launched it, right?
2: I launched it like seven, six episodes ago.
0: Wow. Well, congratulations on that. We'll get into the podcast a little bit, but that's where you can go find Dr. Shannon. Now let's talk about you a little bit. Like how did you get into what it is that you do know? Actually, why don't you define like what your expertise is, what it is that you do, and then we'll get into the, the backstory.
2: Sure. So, I've been an entrepreneur, which seems like all my life. I mean, like, even way back in high school, like, president of the Entrepreneurs Club. And I just, maybe I just didn't like being told what to do. I'm not sure, but I absolutely (laughs) loved doing my own thing. I was in the restaurant business for a very long time, had my own there. And, have my own marketing company, and for the last 12 years, I actually uh, am the founder and CEO of Mosaic Vision, which is a nonprofit that helps AIDS orphans in rural Uganda, Africa, and so I, I love being able to uh, be out there and create new things that serve other people and that's something I've always done on the side as even the last 12 years while I've been running my nonprofit I've always just really been jazzed by helping other entrepreneurs that are just a little bit you know behind me on the road mm-hmm. And help them out. And I've mentored young entrepreneurs, you know, for the last 10 years. And that's what really got me wanting to do a a podcast is really wanting to be able to serve a larger audience like that.
0: Okay, so you had a little bit of an audience already through through your website. Um, Mm -hmm. What gave you the idea to start a podcast in, in the first place? Why did you think it would be a good addition to what it is that you were already doing?
2: Well, for, for me, my heart is about serving others, and I loved seeing these small incremental wins that I would see from the entrepreneurs that I was mentoring, and I mentors have always been super important to me as well. I've certainly have mine. You're one of them. And it's it's vital in order for us to grow and us for us to be successful. And so I started thinking about it and just really actually praying about it. And I'm like, how can I really have an influence and be able to really help others who might not go out and get a course or they might not go out and, and seek out a mentor? And I absolutely am a podcast addict. I've been listening to your podcast for the last. For maybe going on five years now and uh, some others. So it was like a natural thing, but I had no clue where to start.
0: Now I have to ask you, when this idea got planted in your head in terms of starting a podcast, what were some of the fears that you had um, before getting started? Did you worry about (laughs) like, are you naturally good behind the microphone? Like talk about what was going through your head?
2: Uh, no, or at least I didn't think so. I hated my own voice. Absolutely. And uh, (laughs) it's so true. And yeah, lots of fears. Um, I kind of subscribe to the, be afraid and do it anyway club, Mm -hmm. but, um, I, I like being up in front of, people and audiences and teaching. And that's something that comes real comfortable and real natural to me. And so that part of it didn't scare me so much, but just the whole technical side of it. And then of course, those doubts do creep in like, well, who am I imposter syndrome, right? right? Who am I to, you know, really think I can help a lot of others. But what, what do we call those? Like, Auto, automatic negative thoughts. That's the neuropsychology side of things where you just want to take those things and just step on them because they really ants. don't serve us ants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just that fear that it's natural that it comes up and it still comes up every time I go to hit play or record on the podcast, especially when I was interviewing you. I know I got pretty nervous, but no, you're you, know, yeah, you just work through it. And, you know, it's not about that's the cool thing about podcasting is it's not about me. It's certainly about what I can bring to add to the party, but it's about serving others out there and really helping other people get through their journey. So when I keep that in mind, that's kind of gets all the fears to go away.
0: I love it. Now you've mentored a lot of people in starting their businesses. Um mm-hmm. Who would you say that, like, let's imagine that there's a group of people that you're mentoring and, and they all basically ask you, hey, is a is podcast right for me? Like, I know there are people who it is for, and I know there are people who maybe it's not for, like I'm I'm interested in your take as, as somebody who mentors others, like how could you mentor people to help them decide whether it's right for them or not? Cause it it is not for everybody. Meaning like Mm -mm. there are other channels that may be more important for your particular audience or there just may be other things going on. But I also know, and and you know this and everybody Mm -hmm. listening knows this, who knows I'm coming out with a course, like, I also know that there's so much upside to it, too. So what is what is Dr. Shannon Irvin's take (laughs) on the podcast? Is it right for me or not?
2: I think it's right for someone if they have a desire to use their superpower to help others. And if they're if they have something unique about them, which we all do, that really can add to somebody else's journey along their path, I think it's absolutely something that they should look into. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it it, it might be in business, it might be in, you know, a whole other genre. I was listening to a podcast the other day, these tech girl, this tech girl podcast. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a tech girl, but I got to find out what this is. And then Mm -hmm. and so, you know, there's so many different niches that really can be served so well by somebody putting their knowledge out there you know obviously podcasts are free you're not getting charging for it so it's really a way to put what you have out there to serve other people and if you have a platform if you have in any way shape or form are helping a group of people in what you do for a living you absolutely have uh, the knowledge to get out there and put it out in a podcast and I think it's it's one of those intimate, things podcasting is where, you know, I'm going to the store, I'm on the treadmill, I am doing everything and I have my earbuds in and I'm listening to some kind of training. It's, you know, a university on the go. And so how can you not give that over to your niche uh, to learn from you? So I think it's it's definitely for anybody with a platform like that.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I was thinking about who this isn't for. And it's Mm -hmm. not for people who don't want to commit to it. I think yes. because it is, I mean, I, I'd love for you to speak on, like, the work involved yeah. to, to put it together. And I know, like, you were a student of uh, Power Up Podcasting, part of the beta mm-hmm. group. And, and, and you know, you just were one of the first people to come out with their shows and took massive action. Um, yeah. But it wasn't just push a button and here we go, right? Like, talk about some of oh, the no. some of the more difficult parts. You talked a little bit about the tech stuff, but it's definitely not for people who aren't committed to the process, right?
2: Right. And it's, um, y- you have to be able to to visualize what you want to put out there and then break it down so that you're not ever in a place of wondering, Oh, what am I going to do this week? And I think, you know, up front, you have to commit to, am I really going to serve people this way? And how often am I going to do that? And once you make that commitment, like for me, I made that commitment once a week, I'm putting a podcast out there and I might do even some extra ones, but for sure once a week. So I have to plan that out, and I have to think about who am I going to interview and what are my topics going to are going to be. And that's the great thing about this beta course that I was able to go through. It was that it took all of us through all of that process, thought process of planning it out. And and yeah, I think I can see how you can get fatigued with having to come up with what's the next subject. But if you if you have a vision for what you're wanting to do out there, it, you can come up with all those different things that can help others. And you just keep brainstorming them so you don't run out of it. But that's that's a challenging piece. The tech piece is challenging. I'd like to say I've got it down, but I can tell you every time I go to load up a pad podcast, I also load up your program and <laughs> look at them side by side just to make sure I'm not making a mistake. Um, hopefully, you know, in a few months, I won't be having to do that. But, you know, there are lots of steps. But it's um. I think it's really a mindset. You got to go into it with a mindset that it is going to be work. Anything worthwhile is worth, you know, working f- through and implementing. And that's the key. You just you have to implement the steps and continuously.
0: Yeah. And you, you, you got to get over that muck first. The first mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, like, did I really sound like that? Like, th- th- yeah. th- th- how were how was your first episode? The like, first ugh. episode that you recorded? I love to know that story because I've told that story about myself a couple of times. I've recorded my first episode three times. First time I uh, recorded it and I just listened to it and I was like, this is not okay. I need to like scrap this and start over. So I wrote everything I wanted to say out. I Can you imagine scripting every single word you're going to say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe, maybe... it took like four hours to do and then I, I read it off and recorded it and then I like listened to it and I put myself to sleep. It was that boring sounding. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to go. And that episode, episode one is out there. You can listen to it. It's terrible in terms of my considerations for my now standards that I've had over time. But it, but it nothing bad like happened as a result of putting that episode out there with all the ums and the mistakes and the random pauses. Like what was your first episode like and how did that feel?
2: Well, this is such an amazing question because I absolutely am a recovering perfectionist, and that is absolutely part of my DNA. And so one of the biggest things I share with the people that I mentor is just that difference between consumption and implementation. And so the first episode... <laughs> when I started recording, of course, uh, you know, I just hit play and I'm going and and then, uh, you know, finally hit stop and I looked and it was an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, How, what were you shooting yeah, for? My intro. <laughs> So it was an intro, which should be like 10 minutes or 15, you know, tops. And uh, it was an hour. So evidently I had a lot to say. And uh, and d- I did delete that one, but uh, I taped it again. And, you know, I listened to it. And yes, I didn't like my voice. And yes, I heard a lot of, you know, imperfections. But the one thing I learned through Power up Podcasting is, you know what? Do it anyway. Get it up there. And do it anyway. So, so I did, and you know, cringing a little bit. And I'm sure in a couple of years, I'll I'll be able to laugh at it. But for now, um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on it. So,
0: yeah, I mean, well, what part of being an entrepreneur and 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 you know, growing and getting exposure is putting yourself out there, even if it's not perfect. And you right. know, I'm I'm still learning with the new courses that I'm coming out with, with live events that I'm putting out with now, and mm-hmm. you know, all these other things. It's it's definitely uncomfortable, but I always know that there's always something great on the other end there. So. Um, you know, to, to, to finish up, uh, Dr. Shannon, once again, I'm just so proud of you for like taking massive action and you have now a thousand downloads per episode now, uh, which is really cool. What does that feel like to you to know that there's every time you come out with a new episode, you're basically in a room with a thousand people who've said, yes, I want to spend time with you today.
2: Oh my gosh. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Just, you know, a couple months ago, I'd bought the equipment to sit down and try to start doing this thing. And just to know that, you know, maybe somebody is listening and, you know, one of the things I talk a lot about is just real actionable steps, things that actual things that new entrepreneurs can do to start to see some progress. So the thought of somebody sitting on the other end of that podcast with a dream and a vision, but absolutely no steps and having them start to take those steps, that's exciting to me. And that keeps me you know, really wanting to do this for the long haul. It's it's really encouraging to be able to serve that way.
0: Nice. And what's what's next for you? Like what are the next big plans with podcasts? Like what do you what do you where do you want it to go?
2: Well, I'm gonna continue on and my desire is not just only the solo uh podcast, but also being able to interview wonderful entrepreneurs that are down the road uh, as well, like yourself. And I get to do that, I got to do that a couple weeks ago. And that was a real blessing.
0: Wait, how um, was your first interview?
2: No, you, I had a couple before you. Oh, I okay. had some practice friend interviews, but yeah, you were oh, absolutely nice. my first, you know, uh, mentor that I had on. So that was very exciting. And since then, I've been able to interview like 10 or 15 people. Um, now I'm just c- kind of brazen and just asking and, and hoping people say yes. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the worst wanna, that can happen, right? Right. They'd say no. And I really, you know, love the the chance to be able to serve the people, our listeners that way. And, you know, I'm working on a, a free masterclass right now. Uh, one of the things I love uh, with my neuroscience background is being able to teach people how to use the power of their brain to master habits and mm-hmm. goal setting and that kind of thing. So I'm working on that and I'm going to be breaking that down on the podcast, too. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that.
0: Nice. If you wanted people to find that or just more of you, where would you recommend they go?
2: Uh, they could go to my website at drshannonirvin.com. And if they want to jump on the uh, free masterclass, they can go to drshannonirvin.com forward slash habit.
0: Sweet. We'll have those links up, obviously. And, and and before I let you go, I have one more question related to something you mentioned earlier. And that's the fact that you've been actually starting out with a lot of these solo episodes versus what a lot of people do, which are interviews. Solo episodes are not easy. And mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm curious to know, like, what is your strategy for the creation of one of those shows and how do you streamline that process? How do you know what to talk about? If you could help the upcoming and brand new podcasters out there with, or even the mm. existing podcasters who've been only doing guests, like how would you recommend they best approach a solo episode where it's just you? Well,
2: and I learned this in uh, Power Up Podcasting is, is sit down with all your ideas and I really put a a calendar in front of me and and took each month and decided what the main theme for each month was going to be in advance. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of helps guide my topics. And then when I have interviews, the interviews really apply to what's going on that month. And so people can really come to expect something that month, and then we shift gears to the next month. But it's all topically related and that that just helps to have continuity and also to not freak out because you're wondering what the heck am I going to talk about you you have it down and and you're like just go look at the calendar and and you go okay yeah and then of course you're drawing from your experience so once you once you've sat down and done that work uh it makes it a lot easier
0: nice and do you do any outlining or anything before you start recording or you just you're just a pro and you go
2: No, I'm not a pro and go, um, I have a cool whiteboard that's sitting on my table and I will bullet out main theme thoughts. Um, I try not to write too much because then I'll start reading again, but I definitely, (laughs) definitely have some bullets there so that I don't miss some crucial points that I want to make sure that I, that I give out there.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. That's what I do too. I used to, like I said, script everything. Um, I've done it the way where I kind of just wing it and that sometimes will work, but having just, like you said, um, the major either stories you want to tell or points you want to make. I'll write down like a quote if I want to remember the quote and just not botch it. Cause sometimes I do forget quotes, even though I know them and when I'm recording, I'm like, ah, I'm under pressure. Um, right. but yeah, I mean, that's, that's great information. Thank you, Shannon. I think that's gonna be really helpful for, uh, both new and existing podcasters out there. So, um, Any final, final words of advice for all the people, no matter whether they're starting a podcast or a blog, or, you know, you've taught people in business before drawing from your experience, helping people with their most common problems. um, What would you recommend for all the listeners out there in terms of, you know, pushing forward through uh, those fears that they have and, you know, just making progress in their business?
2: I would say the biggest thing is absolutely getting crystal clear on what you're wanting to achieve and then implementing the neck the very next step that's going to make you go toward that that one thing that's going to get you to that goal and if it's wanting to start a podcast it's taking your course if it's wanting to start a blog then looking into that very next thing that they need to do in order to make that dream a reality I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges out there with entrepreneurs really is we have these big dreams and we're and we've got them out there but we get distracted by so much that's going on and just just that ability to become hyper focused on that one thing that's going to take that dream to reality that first implementation step that's that's the thing I would tell them to go for and put blinders on otherwise
0: love it you're awesome dr Shannon thank oh, you so much thanks
2: Pat, thanks, Pat.
0: appreciate you Dr. Shannon, thank you so much for your time with us. And what's really cool about Dr. Shannon, she's also very active in the Power Up Podcasting Student Center that comes with the course. And so her and a number of other alumni are gonna be there to help you as well as you transition into podcasting life. Now, I I know a lot of people and a lot of students who start from scratch, who don't have a blog, who don't have a following, who just essentially have a lot of information they wanna share and they wanna know if a podcast is right for them. Well, next up we have Rob Stewart, Robin Carey, his wife, they run a show called DTS, Disney Travel Secrets, and they're experiencing some amazing unexpected success as a result of starting their show. It's really funny because I actually went over to their website and I clicked on one of the episodes and I just started listening and Little did I know, like 20 minutes went by. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I need to be ed- editing this this podcast right now. Uh, their show is really well done. And like I said, they're experiencing some amazing results. I'm very happy to welcome Rob on here. And Rob uh, was so kind to take time out of his day to kind of just get on a cell phone and share his thoughts about the course and about starting a podcast with me. You know, I had to call for anybody who wanted to share their story through the success of the course on a podcast and a number of people stepped up and you know i definitely wanted to feature rob and what he had going on so thank you rob for taking the time on your cell phone to share this he's not behind his podcasting mic but uh here he is rob from disney travel secrets uh hey guys what's up welcome and i'm just so happy to welcome rob stewart here he is one of the star students from power up podcasting he's got a great podcast he uh, co-hosts with his wife and it's just amazing and i'd love for him to tell us a little bit about it so rob welcome to the show um Just thank you so much.
1: No, thank you, Pat, for reaching out. Again, you know, we met you at the event out in California. And I think there are a lot of people out there that say, I have an idea. I think people would like the information that I would like to share with them. But they have absolutely no idea how to do it. And that's kind of what we were. We didn't know podcasting. So getting to meet you in person and getting to... Understand what you do and, and walk us through the steps. Literally, like we talked, ABC one two three. We could not have done it without you.
0: Well, thank you for that. I mean, why did you want to do a podcast?
1: Well, we had this idea, you know, back in our, uh, probably October, November of last year. And we're travel agents. We know the Disney brand, and we all, are, you know, like our our contacts, our customers were coming to me and saying you know, we need more Disney stuff, not not the basic travel agent stuff, but what are your inside tips? And so I was talking to my wife, Carrie, I'm like, you know, we should do a podcast. And she's like, oh my God, that's a great idea. And then the next thing out of her mouth was, we have no idea how to do it. So when we came out and we, again, we met you in person, it was, you answered every question in my head that we had not even asked yet. And so we knew you were the right person to partner with to get this project on the road. And I was shocked at how fast we got it up and running.
0: So how long did it take you since you joined the course to actually get your podcast up on, uh, on iTunes and the other directories?
1: A couple of weeks. We, we, we saw you early March and our debut episode was, I think, March 28th. And so I was really surprised how fast we got it up.
0: And you launched to you didn 't have necessarily like a huge email list or an audience or a blog already. this was pretty much from scratch this idea oh. right
1: We had nothing we literally had nothing we had an idea, so you know people that have a huge email list or people that have a huge like facebook following they have an amazing advantage. We had nothing. We had an idea we had we knew we could get the content and we started with nothing. And the funny part is, is in your course, you talk about, well, this week, you know, it's going to look like this. And next week, it's going to look like this, you know, on Libsyn. Our numbers were skyrocketing. And, you know, Carrie and I were laughing because we said that's exactly what Pat said would happen. So I could not thank you enough.
0: Yeah, no, you're welcome. I mean, thank you for, for taking action, you and your wife. I mean, the show is great. Talk talk about the podcast really quick, like pitch it. Like what is your, we go over this in the course, like how to actually explain what your show's about to other people in a yeah. short time period. So I'm putting you to the test, Rob. Let's see how, how well you can explain what your podcast is about. And obviously feel free to drop a link in there or a or mention of where people can
1: find it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's no way I could pitch this, I'm kidding. Um, so we are travel agents, we're TV hosts and we're authors. And our expertise is Disney. So Disney travel secrets is the place where you go. If you just want to learn how to save money at Disney, you're a family of two or four or six, whatever. And you're like, wow, I really want to go to Disney, but I really can't afford it. So we give you our travel agent, insider tips, tricks, advice, whether it's how to pick a resort, what do you do at the parks, everything related to saving money at Disney.
0: Sounds like it to me. Where can people find it?
1: DisneyTravelSecrets.com
0: There you go. I love it. Okay, so now you you start the show with literally nothing, uh, and then you go through the process. You have your show up in two weeks. What are the results now for you? Tell me about numbers, and what what has happened as a result of starting your show?
1: Well, what you talk about in the course is, at first, no one's going to know you. And then some people are going to find you and then they keep sharing it with people. Our numbers on Libsyn again are going vertical. We have, again, we're talking, you know, whenever we are, we have thousands of downloads, but it's not just that. It's people reaching out going, Hey, I just heard your podcast. I have a question about this. And that is not something we expected. And then you have the call to action on the podcast. Then people go to our Facebook page and then they ask more questions. So if anybody has any idea at all that they might want to start a podcast, they have to get your course. And I will say this, if you're listening to this, I am not a paid endorser. I don't get paid to say this. I'm just saying Pat's course works.
0: Thank you, Rob. Actually, I, I just texted Rob on Facebook, just through Facebook Messenger, and I was like, hey, you know, I know you mentioned that you uh, wanted to, to help out with the upcoming launch, like, can we get on a call? And you're like, well, I'm, I'm busy for a little bit, but why don't you just call my cell? And so that's why, like, Rob is not behind his uh, ATR microphone well, right now.
1: Because <laughs> I am not that good at technology. I, like, I suck at technology. I'm really bad. My wife is a genius. Before I, but seriously, Pat, before we got your course, I didn't know what I didn't know. Like I didn't know, you know, SoundCloud from Libsyn or whatever. I didn't know all that you know, who hosts the podcast and how you do. I just didn't know. So I think you are the partner that everybody needs to get with. And if they have, again, if they want to do a podcast, you are their partner. This is not just. We didn't just buy a product from you. Anybody can do that. This is a partnership. You, we've talked before. Your staff has talked to us before. I'm just blown away by the customer service and the love and everything. You guys say, you know, we want your podcast to succeed. How can we help you? That's what you don't get from other
0: companies. Well, thank you for that, Robin. to To hear that kind of comment from somebody who is a Disney expert, and Disney is obviously at the top <laughs> uh, tier level of customer service, like, wow, that's awesome. And you know, me and my wife and my family we're Disney fans I know. too. I and, do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, we've gone to like Iolani in Hawaii, and we just ha- we have an annual pass to Disneyland, and it's just we know how that Disney touch is. And I think they've definitely been inspirational for me in terms of how to better serve my audience, and I'm definitely trying to do that through my course. So. Um Rob, do you thank you thank you so much for the endorsement there uh and just going above and beyond. I mean, I I wasn't even expecting you to s- talk so much about it. I wanted to dig into your story a little bit, but thank you. Just it's just it's just an awesome thing. Um I'm just so thankful that I, I uh got some great advice from Shalene, as I talked about in last week's episode to actually go like I don't know if you know this, Rob, but she was the one who really convinced me to do this. I've been asked to do this I had no yeah. She, she, she challenged me. She knew I had it in me and she's like, my audience needs this. You need to be the one to do it. And I said, you know, I I don't sell on stage. I don't do that. Like I have a free podcasting tutorial. I that's, that's enough. And she's like, no, like they need the handholding. They need you. And that's why this course exists. And so, you know, really I just have to thank Shaleen for that too. And so uh, Rob just.
1: And not just to keep saying Shaleen is right, but she is right. I'm just saying.
0: Shalene's <laughs> typically always right with whatever <laughs> she's saying. Um, but dude Rob thank you thank you so much thank you to your wife and you know best of luck to you in the podcast we'll see you in the community I'm sure Uh, DisneyTravelSecrets.com right?
1: Yes it is and that's, that's again I was shocked that the name was available but it's we share all of our secrets of as travel agents we've been to Disney probably 25 times in the last year and it's our real world here's how we go to Disney and here's why we can go so much and here's why we save money So we've had a blast with that. But again, without your help and your guidance, that would not exist.
0: Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you, man. Take care. Have an amazing day. You guys. Thanks. All right. That was Rob from Disney Travel Secrets and a shout out to his wife, Carrie, as well. Thank you both for taking action, really. Now, to finish off this episode, I have a third interview with Dr. B, Doctor Barbara Cohen. We have a lot of doctors on the show today, uh, which is great. This is a great company. Doctor B, as we all call her in the community, is uh, just helping out so many people in the realm of ADHD and ADD, and just helping people get through that. She she's a coach. Uh, she's helped individuals, couples, families, and businesses too. And now she's just launched this podcast, and she's going to share a little bit about the results that she's had and what she's gone through to make it happen, because it definitely wasn't easy, and, and and I know this because she sent me probably a dozen emails over the course of her work through the course, but her feedback has been crucial to how I might be able to improve the course, and I put a lot of her suggestions specifically into this updated version of the course, and so I just want to thank her publicly even before we get on here, although you're, you'll hear me thank her again. Um, she's an amazing woman, and I cannot wait to introduce you to her, and so here she is, Dr. Barbara Cohen-Cohen, from Harness Your ADHD Power. Dr. B, just thank you so much for coming on the SPI podcast. It's just such a pleasure and honor to have you on the show.
3: Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate that.
0: You know, and and I told you this before we hit record, but I wanted to say it here publicly for everybody. I just have to thank you so much because you, like, when you run a beta program for a new course, Essentially, you want your students who go through that course to kind of give you feedback along the way to help improve things. And you know that's one of the reasons why you do it that way. And not only that, to validate the course ID in the first place, but you, oh my gosh, like every day I was getting emails from you. I know. <laughs> which I just absolutely loved. And it, and it wasn't anything like crucial, like this is terrible or, oh, why do you even have this in here? It was like legit helpful. It, right. There's so many amazing things that you did to help not only the current group of students who are in there, with the ones that are coming in. And I just, so I just wanted to thank you publicly, Dr. B. I mean, you are, you, you are the epitome of what a star beta student is. <laughs> not, not only because you left feedback, but because you're taking action. And I have to say, like, I would love to know as you signed up for the course, as you were getting ready to have a podcast, what was going through your head? How did you feel?
3: Um, it was very exciting. It was very exciting, Pat, because, What got me started in the first place and had me be the third person standing at the table to sign up for your beta course was listening to the story that you shared on stage at MAI Live about um, the email, I believe it was, that you got Mm -hmm. from the person. And I was so deeply touched by that story that... I needed to get up and I needed to go work with you and I needed to learn how to do podcasting. And I got to tell you, it had never even crossed my mind that I was going to ever do a podcast. I didn't particularly listen to many and just wasn't even there in the plan. And because of what you shared that day, I had to do this. Because I realized that the connection between the story that you shared with us and a goal that I wrote out over 10 years ago is that I wanted to have a positive, significant effect, influence, on the lives of at least a million people in my lifetime. And when I wrote that, I had absolutely no idea how that could be possible. I was clueless. But I figured... It's something that I feel strongly about. I feel it's a calling for me. And the people that I work with are adults who have attention and focus and follow through and self-regulation, self-management issues. And I have so many years of experience to share with them. And there was a movie that I watched years ago that talked about not letting your music die inside of you. Versus allowing it to be expressed. And, you know, I'm in my mid-60s, and I want all of what's inside of me kind of to be used up, I guess you could say, by the time it's my time, whenever that is. I don't want this stuff just sitting around inside of me, not going to good use with people who could benefit. So that's what I took into getting started with... um, studying how to launch a podcast in studying with you. I already went there, I guess you could say, very driven to make a difference. I recognized that podcast was definitely going to be a vehicle for me to make that difference. I had no idea what the experience would be, what would be required of me. Um, I remember getting all the way through most of the program to the point where I was ready for launch And then hearing that I needed to have three episodes instead of one, and I somehow missed that. And so I moved my launch date and rolled back. And I think it was a week, maybe two weeks. So I got the others and I had some in reserve and then went ahead and moved forward.
0: And what has it been like now that your podcast has been out? What has happened and what are some of the results that you're seeing?
3: What I'm seeing are the people's posts of reviews, and ratings, verify that this show is making a difference. That's the first thing, because it's as close as person-to-person human contact, I guess, where people are saying what it means to them. People are sending me personal emails and telling me particularly what my focus on wins, which is a big part of all of my shows, is making sure that people celebrate their wins big and small every single day because it isn't we're called human beings we're not called human doings so human beings to me means essence means that my value and your value as a human being is a given by birth that's just it and what we do in this lifetime that's bonus and i for the people that listen, it's very important to me that they understand that. And that's what they write to me about. People are listening to the part about the wins. I tell them to celebrate their wins, ask them questions about what the win is today, give examples. Parents are listening with their kids. They pause it, they listen to it, they talk about their wins, they celebrate with each other. I mean, I love hearing what that particular aspect is doing already in people's lives, makes me feel really good. That's and awesome. people are quoting me to me. People are quoting me to <laughs> me when they talk to me and say, you know, in that episode when you were talking about that, or in my um, membership program, Adventures in Achievement, where um, I it's, it's a combination of um, online coaching as well as education and workshops and things like that for the same Population, And so they'll start quoting to me what I did on a video or particularly now with the podcast, you know, when you were talking about in such and such episode, that was really helpful for this. And then we go on, but they already have a head start and a leg up because that's additional information. I have my therapy clients listening. I have my coaching clients one-to-one listening so that this is another source of education and support that I can offer to them in addition to what we do directly.
0: Amazing. That's so cool. And you have people from all around the world listening.
3: Well, according to the stats, (laughs) when I go and I check in, yes, there are people listening in 12 different countries right now. And the first time that a country outside of the U.S. showed up, other than Canada, um, it was just mind boggling to me because I don't really understand the technology of how this happens. But then I would see that there was someone listening in Denmark they downloaded and someone was listening in the Netherlands or in Kenya or in Malaysia or the Philippines. And so I actually started reaching out to the organizations in these countries to see what kind of support they had for their adults with ADD population And I started joining some of the organizations to offer support to them, as well as them to have the podcast as a resource for their community, because it's something free that they can benefit from if they don't have something like this. And that's what I've been doing with every single country that pops up on the stats, is reach out and contact them and let them know that they already have listeners and that I wanted to know how I could make this more known to their country or their community.
0: That's huge and actually that's really smart. I didn't actually teach that part in, in the course. You okay. kind of took that on your own. I, I teach that your podcast when you publish it is not the end, it's the beginning. And that's when you can start to see like what kinds of people are listening and where you might be able to get in front of more but you've taken that to the next level using data that you're getting. So that's really smart and now you're going out joining these organizations. Um, you, you've also had some opportunities come about now as a result of the podcast. And some additional outreach that you've done here in the US, right? Like you're using some interesting tools that actually we all have access to. Can you explain kind of what you did there?
3: Sure. Um, again, to me it just seems logical and you may not have taught us this literally, but conceptually, you did. You taught me at least to look for where are the opportunities. And in another course, they talked about, that what got us here won't get us there, which means I have to do things differently. I have to take different risks. I have to do more. I have to reach beyond what I've reached up to now. And so in the meetup groups, which are all over the world and everyone has access to, instead of just staying with my own radius area, I took away the miles and I just did a search for any group at all that specialized in adults with ADHD.
0: And this was through meetup.com you said?
3: meetup.com. meetup.com, okay. Cuz meetup.com I believe, not 100% sure but I think originally started back in 911 and it was created at least as what someone had told me as a way to basically bring people together in a very trying time in the world. And so that people could meet up and be supportive of each other. And from that, many, many different categories of groups of all different kinds, photography, I mean, you name it, Mm -hmm. there's just everything. And so there are just over 100 in the world, and maybe some I've missed. Um, I wasn't looking at the parenting groups, just strictly the adult groups for ADD. And there were over 100. So I joined all of them. And then I've been reaching out one by one to the facilitators, telling them about the podcast. You know, some of these groups only meet once a month, and that's not a whole lot of support. And so since my my episodes come out twice a week, I thought this would be something that could offer additional support to the people that are in those meetup groups, in addition that they could use the topics from the podcast show from the episodes at discussion points, things that they could talk about. Plus, I made them aware that I set up something. I started doing, um, was it SpeakPipe, I think you said? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of that, I, I tried that a little bit. My audience wasn't too warm about that. They seemed to like um, typing and text, so I set it up so that they could text me uh, on my website the um, questions that they had and so I've been getting some questions coming in a little bit at a time people are getting to do that a little bit more but I'm making that available to the meetup groups because a lot of them are just peer-to-peer other adults they don't have the training I do I'm not looking to be their therapist I can certainly coach them I can certainly add value and You know, strategies and things with questions that they ask me that can be on the show so that they can get answers. Um, I make sure, which I think is something you spoke about in the course, that I have permission to quote their question and just to use their first name. So I get that all in what they text to me so that I have that on record because it's important. Um, Because I wouldn't want to, you know, violate anybody's privacy if they didn't intend that. So I want to make sure that we're clear. um, But there's just, there's a lot of places to go with this. I can see that now. Um, I never, this is not something I ever dreamed was going to be a part of my life. And I can't imagine It not being a part of my life now, Pat? Not at all. You know, in one of the bonus videos in the course, you talk about people getting stale or, you know, feeling like they want to give up. And certainly, you know, I would love if a million people were listening right now, but I know that the consistency you told us, you know, to stay with it, be consistent, you know, be predictable. I change up the episodes so they don't get stale take a different approach, took time to acknowledge listeners all over the world that have been listening to the podcast. In today's episode, did a roll call, um, basically thanking my audience for listening and for their loyalty and wanted to acknowledge where everyone is listening from because one person asked me that. So it felt really good to do that.
0: So amazing. I love just hearing you talk about your experience through it, because I know it wasn't necessarily easy for you to put together, right? What were some of the struggles that you had?
3: Well, first, (laughs) the first struggle that I had was with GarageBand. But what was difficult was, I guess, so many different details. And each question I had, had another question connected with it. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that in the support that we have in the group uh, from you, from other members, that that support made it possible to move ahead. There wasn't any point where I got completely stalled out and derailed. And I think I really, quite frankly, think that's very, very important Mm -hmm. because For someone who's new to podcasting, which is me, it feels like a very delicate balance at times where you're taking the risk and you're moving out into the unknown and you're doing things that you've never done before and you know you have a community and you know that you have support and you know that you're not going to fail and you're not going to fall and nothing bad is going to happen and if you fall, there's going to be people there, whether it's you or other group members, that are going to be supportive Because as a community, and this is very much my own value system, that it isn't about one person going ahead and being successful. It's about everyone. It's about that no one is left behind. We move together. Someone trips, someone falls. You go back and you get them and you bring them along because that's what's important. At least it is in my value system. And so, I mean, I, I grew up watching Little House on the Prairie. And a perfect example of that is someone's barn burns down. doesn't matter whose barn it was. The town raises a new barn because that's community think. And I feel like that's what the community of podcasting is to me. It's community think. It's supporting each other, being there for each other. You know, I went back through I think it was in the first lesson um, just checking in with every single person who had posted there to see if they launched yet because I had, and if they didn't, I wanted to make myself available so that if there was something that I could add or some support that I could add so that they could launch, that maybe I could be someone who could be helpful to them. And some of the people posted back that they hadn't launched yet, some had just launched. But it felt really good to circle back because it keeps me in my integrity to see that everyone that posted, so were they able to do this yet? And what did they need if they didn't?
0: Thank you, uh, Dr. B. And before we forget, like can you share your po- the name of your podcast and and where people can find out more information about you
3: about you? Sure. The name of the podcast show is Harness Your ADHD Power, and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play, and it's even on YouTube because someone asked me to put it there. <laughs> and if people want to know more about the work I do, as it says on the podcast show, it's drbarbaracohen.com.
0: All right. Well, we'll put a link that. out. And then the final question I have for you, I mean, you've been such a huge supporter of 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 the work that I do um and, and power up podcasting. I just want to again thank you for that. What would you say to somebody who's sitting next to you at an event and, and sees this presentation for this power up podcasting course and is kinda of turns to you and says, You know what, Dr. B like, I know I should do podcasting, but I don't know if this is right for me. What would you say?
3: I would say, give me your hand. Let's walk back there together and I will make sure that this is going to be a great experience for you because people have done that for me in other arenas, and it was just that little bit of extra energy and connection that it mattered to someone because if there's someone out there who is listening to this podcast episode and they're sitting on the fence, this is, to me, the absolute most amazing experience next to learning to go live on video that I've had. And all of this is happening later in life. And you might have much younger um, listeners than people in my age, in their 60s, I'm not sure. But I can tell you that even in my 60s, I went for it. Because you showed us it's doable and I don't believe that there's anything that you can pay for that will give you the feeling that I'm experiencing doing my show. Nothing. There's no amount of money because this feeling comes from what I'm getting back and I've only started. It's not even quite eight weeks. It's just truly amazing. So... You know, worst case scenario, someone jumps in, they do it, they learn it isn't for them. But, you know, if you don't jump in and you don't find out, you might miss the experience of a lifetime. And that would be really sad.
0: Dr. B, thank you so much for for that endorsement. I mean, seriously, it means the world to me. Um, and, I, and, and I look forward to seeing you continues to be to, 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 to grow and to flourish. And I cannot wait to come back uh, with you on a podcast episode to catch up in the future. And we'll see you in the Student Center. And you know, as always, I'm here to help you. And it obviously looks like you're here to help others too. So thank you. Thank you so much.
3: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me here today.
0: That's Dr. Barbara Cohen, or Dr. B as we love to call her. Thank you so much, Dr. B. You can find her on her website at drbarbara. Cohen, C-O-H-E-N.com. You can also find her podcast, Harness Your ADHD Power, over on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Just look up Harness Your ADHD Power. Thank you to all the guests on today's episode, and thank you to all of you who are listening on the other end. If you're interested in Power Up Podcasting, it's only gonna be open through Monday, July 24th for this open enrollment period. And if you wanna check it out, go to poweruppodcasting.com. I would absolutely be honored and thrilled to work with you through the beginning stages of your podcast and to help you keep it going too. Because remember, as I said in the beginning, it's not just about how to get it set up, the tech and the software, all that stuff's included, obviously, in terms of interviews, how to get and book guests on your show, how to properly ask the right questions, email templates to send out to people, all those things are included. But what I feel is unique about this particular course is the launch strategy and the marketing strategy so that people will find your show just like they found Dr. B's, just like they found Rob's, and just like they found Dr. Shannon's. Because that's what I feel is the most important part. Because you have a message, you have a voice that needs to be heard. And I want you to be heard. So to start your podcasting journey today, head on over to poweruppodcasting.com. That's poweruppodcasting.com. And you know, I think for all of you who have courses who you know can make a change in people's lives, you have to go out there and share it with the world, just like I've shared this course with you today. And if you have a podcast of your own, an amazing way to do that, as you can tell, is to showcase and star your own students. Have your students be the hero of the story that you're creating in this world. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode next week.